Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore. Now though I do part of the show called My Worst Gig if you got if you get sweaty palms and heart palpitations and you know awkward feelings in the pit of your stomach just from listening to people do the most horrible gigs they have ever done maybe turn off <laughs> turn off this bit my guest on this part of the show is a Irish comedian called Jer Staunton he, incredibly funny guy you've seen him perform at you know, like the International Stags Head Comedy Crunch Hapney all the comedy clubs around Dublin he is going on tour to Germany tomorrow I think has gigged all over Eastern Europe and uh, will be bringing his own show to Whelan's as well at the end of the month as well so uh, <laughs> yeah Jer you're going to come on and uh, maybe tell us some old stories about how things were but how's it going anyway sir How's it going, Cormac? How are you? How's Galway treating you? You're down there now at the minute. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. I'm in the venue now. I'm a bit early, but uh, I'm uh, yeah, I'm doing a gig here tonight with the lads from Riff Raff. Uh, I came down, uh, came down yesterday. Stayed over, had a few points. So fancy, uh, yeah, fancy, yeah, big time now. I am <laughs> going down the night before. You don't have to drive down with a car full of five people and then drive back same night. Yeah, don't worry, I'll probably come back with more. They'll all be in the fucking <laughs> car looking for lifts. Grand, uh, Jerry, you've been gigging. How long have you actually been gigging for, Jerry? Uh, just over five years now since my first yeah and uh, in that time and again I always feel as if I have to give you a trigger warning what have been some of the worst gigs you found yourself doing I, I actually got a pretty I had a pretty tough start my, my first gig was pretty tough oh nice uh, yeah yeah lovely yeah yeah good way to set you up <laughs> I, uh, I did I did a gig and it wasn't a comedy night like it was one of those sort of like everyone gets to do a few minutes whether you want to you know tell a story or do a poem or play a song oh or, no yeah and I was the only comedian on the bill and there was a dude on ahead of me who was um, he was reading a chapter from his book right and his book was <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing right? no but no, his no book, laugh, it's fine <laughs> no it's not his book was about uh, his wife dying of cancer right oh, Jesus so I told you it's not, it's not fine to laugh that much and then <laughs> towards the end of the book he's like he, he he reads the last paragraph which was like you know and then I held her hand and and, and, and say goodbye to her and you know hopefully I'll, 
and meet you again sometime. And everyone in the audience was crying, right? And as they were sobbing, the MC just goes up on stage and I thought, right, hopefully she's going to do a few minutes and bring the room back. She goes up on stage and goes, thanks very much. That was that was very emotional. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Staunton. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Jerry. I had to walk up to the sound of tears and my own footsteps. Oh, my God. I, I got to the microphone. I did, I did my bit. I came down afterwards and one of my mates, go, I, I said to one of my mates who was there, I said, well, you know, I think um, I think I did all right. Like this. <laughs> I, think, I think I did all right. I, I said, at least I stopped crying by the time I was finished. Oh, and my mate goes, man. well, your man didn't. And he pointed to a guy who was still crying even after my set. <laughs> That's how bad it went. Oh my God! I got paid for that. So, you, know. <laughs> you could pay for your first gig. Yeah, I thought I thought this comedy crack is easy. I got paid for my first gig, and I thought, here we go. You Quit people, the job. You had people in tears. You were like going and going. Happy days. Here's my here's my notice. It's yeah. grim. It's grim. So I've got your man to open for me for Wheelands now on the twenty seventh. <laughs> Reading his new book. Um, <laughs> yeah, God, uh, yeah. New relationship. So, so how how many minutes did you do on stage then? I did about ten. Ten, yeah. oh, Jared. Ten of that, yeah, yeah. It was grim. Like there was, they were actually like holding tissues to their to their eyes and stuff while I was talking. And I thought, fucking hell, do I need to be doing this this crack for the next oh, five years? Oh my God, I did another one actually, which was it was pretty bad. I did one that was in it was at a lecture picnic last year, where the audience didn't speak English. Oh, <laughs> and. Oh. And but that that seems okay because I wasn't speaking English either. I was speaking Irish, which was even worse because the chances of them speaking Irish was even higher. Like like I had to do a gig in a tent that had a traditional Irish music band playing on before me, and I was supposed to do a gig in Irish after them. But everyone loved the traditional Irish music so much that they stayed on for the comedy, even though someone went up on stage and goes, "Folks, I know that like you're not Irish. You're, it was French and German, Italian. Like Irish people aren't into trad music like as much." Yeah, yeah. People think, yeah, you know, for me it sounds like a ringtone. Like I've no interest <laughs> in it. But someone had to explain to everybody, "Don't stay if you don't understand Irish, because you won't know what the next guy is saying." And they all stayed. Everyone just was like, "Oh well, the trad was so good that maybe this will be good." And I like they. They, they just stared at me. They didn't know when the joke was over. They had no idea when to like throw in a sympathy laugh to help me out along the way. <laughs> they just stared, right? They just stared for the whole show. And then at the end of it, like I walked off to the sound of nothing again. I think there was still tears and footsteps <laughs> as I was walking off. And a, a dude comes over to me, like a, a foreign dude, and he was like, uh, this must be a, this must be a very difficult show that you do, yes. And I was like, well, yeah, obviously, if you don't understand the language, yeah, it's pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty tough. And he goes, no, 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 I understood. It was just a, just a very bad show, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Oh my God, yeah, are you serious? Yeah, it was grim, man. It was, it, it was grim. That like gigs at festivals are. You know, that's as bad as it gets anyway. And then trying to do a gig in what, Irish, yeah, what to tent, Italians and French. What tent was, was that in? The 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 Gaeltacht tent, the Pubble Pubble in the Gaelt. It's an Irish speaking tent. Was that the first gig you've ever did, Ascalia? No, I done a couple Ascalia for a crowd called uh, Gaeltgarry. They do really good um, gigs, Irish yeah. gigs, and stuff like that around the country, and in Oris in um, Hardcore Street. In, uh, but it, it like it wasn't the first I'd done a couple of them but it was the first time I ever did a gig in Irish to an audience where nobody understood Irish so that was good crack yeah and was there anyone else on doing Irish how many people were on that bill 
Yeah, um, Martin Angola was on ahead of me. He was actually emceeing it, and he did absolutely nothing for me whatsoever. <laughs> Typical Martin. He 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 just lo- he handed me the microphone while laughing at me. <laughs> That's what he did. Just go and deal with this. Like handing yeah. you a stick of dynamite going, yeah, have fun. I had my I had my hands by my side going, Are you really going to are you really gonna hand me that microphone? And he was like, There you go, son. Off with you. Walked away. And he was actually the only one laughing the whole way through the show, but it wasn't at any of the jokes at all. He was on you drowning on stage in front of a group of foreigners. Loving it he was, Snapchat. Oh mother of God, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah, that was grim. Well, look, we'll, we'll see how tonight goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah so this is not a good headspace to be putting you in when you're about no, to walk on stage. And, and like, I'm in the venue now and it's empty. So and it's associating, back, sorry, it's really, really associating bad memories for you. Um, I didn't realise, can you, are you a, a fluent Irish speaker? Well, I'm not, well, I'm all right. I, I did it. I went to an Irish speaking uh, primary school when I was a kid. So oh, I was fluent when I was 12. Yeah. yeah. By the time I was 12, I was great. And then I kind of gradually lost it, lost it. But then I started doing some shows in Irish and bits of it started coming back so you know I can I can hold a conversation as long as I don't speak too fast and yeah I mean what's it like I did it obviously sounds stupid but what's it like doing stand up in Irish it's 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 odd enough like in one way it's nice because you get a little bit more leeway from the audience because yeah. they're like oh fair play he's speaking a language so you get laughs where you know you mightn't get them in real life yeah, in real life yeah <laughs> Yeah, but then on the other hand, it's a bit more difficult. Sometimes you have to structure your jokes different because, like the the last word you say in English might be the funniest word, yeah. and that's why it's at the end of the sentence. But yeah. then you want to say that sentence in Irish because of the structure of it. That word might have to Changes go much earlier. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, so you kind of give away the funny word at the start of the sentence, and then it just kind of peters out as you explained what you were on about for the last oh, couple of minutes in a yeah. non-funny way. Yeah. So it's it, it's good. Though. It's a good way to keep your brain taking over and do something new. So I, I should do another Irish gig soon because. They are, you know, it is. It is good to keep your. That, that would, I think, that would terrify yeah, me doing a, do a, trying to do a stand-up gig, Askelga, or in any other language, but particularly yeah. Irish. But it is pretty forgiving, though. The, the audience. I know, but nice. I'm just trying to think. Like, even you know, your basic one-liner puns. Do, like, I'm trying to. Nothing is coming to mind now because you have to know so much. You have to know. It's mad. You have to know a language so well that puns come to mind really easily. And obviously, English, our natural one, is fine. But for us to sit down with Irish and look at an Irish word and go. Is there a pun off that? I'd, I'd be like, I couldn't even do that. I couldn't do the basic yeah, joke writing thing. I'd be the same. But to, like, to be honest, I don't I don't write jokes in Irish for my Irish set. I just translate the jokes that I already do in my English set. Which is fair enough if you're doing like a story kind of, as well as exactly. a story-based so, thing, yeah. Yeah, so if I'm rambling on with a five-minute story in English, I can do that in Irish. And, it's banging into Google know. Translate like and you're good to go. Exactly, just give everybody <laughs> handouts, PowerPoint presentation. Just say, everyone, turn on your Alexa or turn on your Google Assistant and listen to what I'm saying and I'll translate. Take, I'll take questions at the end for anyone who didn't get it. <laughs> oh, God, Gerald, that, that's grim. I mean, I... The, the, the whole guy reading about his dying wife and going up and gigging, my God, that's just... I. I I don't know why you would have continued after that. The only thing is, uh, it's a good bar to set yourself at and doing other gigs. I imagine you're like, listen, it's not as bad as the time. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I mean, once you come on stage to an Angola introduction, then you can <laughs> you can follow anybody. <laughs> Angola should have a school of comedy where it's like some sort of, uh, I don't want to say ninja or monk kind of thing where he puts you through the worst experiences ever so you come out the other side going, ah, it all makes sense now. He really does. Like It's like doing five minutes after a news announcement about some, you know, catastrophe. Yeah. Like you, you, you just have to get up and get on with it. Um, but, you know, he, he loves it. He's, he's very supportive when he MCs like that. He'll, he'll go down the back and he will laugh away. 
long as you're not doing well, he will laugh away. Oh, Martin Angola. And you, uh, sorry, because you and, and people don't know, if you don't know, Martin Martin uh, is another Irish comedian who you do a podcast with him as well, isn't it? You still doing the, pod, the Canary in the... Comedy Goldmine, yeah. We've actually just today announced that we're doing a Whelan's live um, Ooh, version of fancy. this on the 20th of March. Uh, so that's booked already. Uh, tickets are on the Whelan's website already. I'm not too sure how we're going to do it because it's full of like silly silly voices and sound effects and songs and all sorts of things. Um, so I don't know how we're going to do it live. I, I've no idea. I'd be as interested as anyone else. I'd pay a fiver to see how it works out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if anyone's interested in that, it's on the Whelan's website. Cool. Or just go to canarynacomedygoldmine.com and try and make some sense of it and text it on to me if you figure out what the hell is going <laughs> yeah. on. In it. Yeah, contact the show here. I'll pass on Jerry's details and we'll, uh, we'll we'll take it from there and make sure everyone is linked up. Before, obviously, you go to step on stage you know, this evening, apart from those horrific gigs, like I'm getting hard ha- palpitations just listen to that chair that's horrific what have been some of the best gigs you've done over the last five years uh, I, do, I, I do a gig in my hometown at Castlebar every year yeah. uh, that's, that's always nice because that's like that it, I do it after Edinburgh actually Edinburgh is actually you know decent to do as well because you're doing the same show for like 25 nights in a row or whatever it is so you do kind of you know you, you, you try to build an audience and you try and get your show working as good as it can and then I always book a a theatre show in my hometown yeah, yeah. for when I come back from Edinburgh so hopefully I'm you know match fit by then and the show's kind of working out by then and that's always good because like it's a really sportive town and you know people buy tickets and go and I, I enjoy it and you get treated well by the venue and people around there so that's probably the favourite one I do every year Yeah, and then yeah the Irish ones are fun all the festivals are fun I'm going actually tomorrow to Germany to do uh, five nights over there uh, That's so that, mad. Yeah, is, are they? Is there a big demand for Irish comedy? Because I know Germans. I don't want to say Germans are weird. That's a massive. No, nah, you can say that. Go for it. <laughs> That's a massive show, generalization. Yeah, I'm gonna sit here like Fox News. Germans, what's <laughs> up with them? No, but I mean, because you know they were mad for Hasselhoff uh, back in the day, and they're also mad for who's the was it Kenny? Who's the Irish guy who's huge in Germany? I have no idea. Do you know the old singer? He, he did the he won the Eurovision. It was a twice or three times for Ireland. Johnny Logan. Johnny Logan. Yeah, but well, he Martin is our Hasselhoff, so you can see why they like that. He just doesn't have the you know the TV show under his belt. But you're, you're going to have to go over and wear a blazer and have a really uh, low you know cut open shirt and get the yeah. Chest and I've hair. got I've leather pants as well in the bag already packed. I mean, going to Berlin in leather pants has got lots of different connotations, but it's honestly <laughs> just because they like Johnny Logan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you, there's a lot of things that happen in Berlin in leather pants, but I think uh, stand-up comedy with your chest out is probably the main one. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be fun. Hopefully that will be fun. They're, like, It's not just Germans. Everyone goes, oh my God, you're going to Germany to do gigs for Germans. But you arrive over there and there's like there's people from America right, Spain yeah, yeah. and Ireland and like there's people sitting there in GAA tops <laughs> waiting for you to come on stage going oh he's going to love this he's going to I'm like why would I like a Waterford jersey I, <laughs> come up but, afterwards pointing at the jersey going huh yeah huh? hey, hey huh? What, what about this Tipperary huh? what about this? and I'm like that means nothing to me but thanks yeah. but yeah it's it's a uh, it, it's not just Germans I'll be talking to it's mainly you know backpackers and expats who are just looking for something in their language that they can relate to and yeah, they go yeah. oh look there's an Irish dude coming over let's go to him so Job that's going to be fun hopefully happy days uh, they're, then, they're, they're the best gigs yeah and then your show which is your solo show which is coming to Whelan's what's the date again it's the end it's of this month actually tw- yeah the 27th so um, in a week or less than a week less than a week yeah the 27th, yeah, 27th Wednesday night uh, Wednesday night upstairs in Whelan's what's the show about 
Uh, I don't know if it's about Atten really. It's, uh, it's <laughs> cool. Hey, cool. Sold it, didn't I? Talk to you later. Uh, I've done it. I see the lines <laughs> lighting up here, Jerry. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's uh, basically stories and jokes Yeah, that I've kind of intertwined into one big, long joke story uh, that hopefully makes sense at the end. But yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of relaxed, you know, conversation-y type comedy that yeah. uh, hopefully people who uh, don't expect me to bounce onto the stage on a space hopper will enjoy <laughs> and I've got uh, Michael Rice supporting as well uh, and he's great so he's worth getting in early for perfect perfect well uh, Jer Staunton what is your uh, Twitter Instagram all those uh, new age fandango ways people can get in touch with you uh, I kept it simple everything is Jer Staunton all perfect. one word whether it's whether it's Instagram or Bebo it's all Jer Staunton yeah and uh, check out his MySpace page it is cool the wallpaper on that thing is unbelievable Jer yeah plays Teenage Dirtbag I should log on <laughs> Jer uh, have a good crack tonight in, Ger- in not in Germany in Galway enjoy Germany and then uh, best of luck with the gig on the 27th thanks a million Cormac cheers for having me on Okay, Bellator tickets to give away of a pair to the event next Saturday. It's on the 23rd of February in the Three Arena. If you would like to head along, I'll give you details about how you could win the pair of tickets tonight before half past 11 here on Sunday Night Live. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.